Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. I've got our second favourite guest on again, Steve McCoy. Welcome, Steve. I'm still fine. I still want to know who number one is. Well, it's always just whoever we've had on last. Yeah, right. So, so pretty, so pretty well. I'm, I'm on the rough end of the stick. That's pretty accurate. Though. That's pretty accurate. No, I'm all right, mate. I'm okay. Just been uh, plodding along here today. Still my thing. Cool. Hey, big news. Um, NBA starts tomorrow, I think. Yeah, yeah. First game of the season tomorrow. Can't can't wait. Be awesome. Starts ten thirty. Man, it always comes around quick. Yeah, it feels like it feels like we just lost the finals. <laughs> Like it feels like we just lost them, like yeah, like yesterday. So, yeah, redemption season this year. But yeah, it definitely comes around super, super quick. Still losing a bit of sleep over that. I see, mate. People still bring it up with me. As fu- as funny as that is, they're like, "Oh yeah, like you know." The- I was it was mainly when the Sharks were in the finals, and they said, "How sucky would it be if um, both my teams finished second in the season?" And I thought that was every chance of it actually happening, but. No, the NBA season is exciting because it carries carries through for a long time. There's yeah. always something happening each day. Mm. Yeah, that time between like the finals in like June, I think, and now it's like four months, but it's just flown on by. Crazy. It's gone quick, but yeah, tomorrow the um, I think it's I, I think I think it's Boston and Philly kick off the season, mm. and it's Lakers and Warriors. I think is that right? Yeah, so two two monster games to start. Yeah, cool. Pretty good. So it kind of ties in a bit with what we uh, want to chat about here initially because it's been a few weeks since we've hopped on together. Life's yeah. been getting in the way and um, haven't had a chance. So we haven't actually spoke since grand final day and nah. didn't really want to. I mean, obviously the uh, Panthers won and whatever else, but want to talk a little bit more about the Knights Girls winning. How yeah. good? How good? I think it's massive for the town, to be honest with you. It was uh they really I mean last year I was it I think last year was their first season in the comp. I yeah, think, I'm not I'm not hundred percent actually. I think last year was their first year and they I don't think they won a game. Uh but still like had some good support. But this year they signed a few, um, as we've spoken about a few times before, a few good players and obviously just the girls that were part of the team last year have another year of experience under their belt. But bit of a uh, bit of an underdog, I guess. I don't think there would have been many people who would have thought that they'd go all the way and then they started winning a few games and got through the finals, and then when the uh, the Roosters got eliminated, who were there, who actually knocked them off in the regular season, kind of was all up for grabs, and they just took care of it in the finals against the Eels. 
I think that I think the fans deserve it. To be honest with you, like I always say that the mo- I think the most passionate fans in the league are the Knights Knights fans. I just think they're the most passionate. They're just it's just a rugby league driven community, and they just they just get behind the. And I, I, I've said time and time again. I think that's the biggest problem with the the Knights is you know their fans like, like their fans keep turning up for the blokes. But like I'm sensing, speaking of the ladies, like I'm in regards to that, I'm sensing a bit of a like a, a bit of a change. Like I'm, I'm sensing a bit of a sway with like a lot of Knights fans and that like that had almost given up on the males, but that they're, they're like all their supports behind the girls now. Like, well, just you're because right. they, yeah, the uh, the it's a very yeah very much a rugby league town, but with the exception of. Maybe 2019, Knights have been pretty rubbish. Oh, they made the finals that year. And they, apart from that, I mean, obviously they had that big, very, very uh, slow few years in 2015 and 16 where they had Wooden Spoon a few years in a row. And then the last few years haven't been great either. I remember there was a year they won one game. <laughs> All year, one game. That was, it was just insane. One out of 26. No, I think they drew one. One one win, one draw, 22 losses. <laughs> it's like shocking. That's shocking. But they, the Knights fans kept turning up, support them. That's why they're the best fans in the league. And they deserve they deserve a good team. And yeah, they do. that's where every year, like if you talk to any Knights supporter, they we're always very optimistic. And we, t- we typically start okay the first few games. Like yeah, even, first, this, yeah. even this year, we knocked off the Roosters and then beat... Yeah, the good, the good side like the Tigers, round two. Still, two from two. <laughs> and then yeah. it just, they won, like, yeah, only a couple more games <laughs> the whole season. They went back to 2016, winning one game. Yeah. Went back to that form. But, but yeah, no, they deserve... The, the Knights fans deserve a, a, a team to support, like a, like a decent team to support, like... The biggest thing that they're talking about, all the fans, is they're talking about the the, the passion that the guys play with and, and how it's just non-existent to what it used to be back in the day when, you know, it used to be led by like Danny Badiris and, you know, Andrew Johns and Ben Kennedy and Steve Simpson and all those blokes like that, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's good that the, the females are here now because it gives, like, they're playing with all the passion that, you know, all the Knights fans expect Newcastle teams to play with. Yeah, yeah, and just obviously to win, like the whole comp is just an absolute bonus. But yeah, the the fans rallied, and even a few people I know from the gym went down to like their uh, celebration day on I think the Tuesday after um, down there in Newcastle, and they were all still drunk or hungover, or the players. <laughs> the players. But yeah, do you reckon there'll be a do you reckon there'll be a female reincarnate like doing the the Joey Johns down down the street. I saw that. Went. I saw that meme. Actually, did you see that? That's the best. Yeah, it's the best. Millie Boyle. Yeah, just just recreate it. I would have. If I was if I was a chick, I would have for sure. Nah, it was it was really cool to see. And I think next year, obviously, there's uh, another four teams coming into the women's comp. So there's going to be some more games, from what I understand. Yeah, which will be good for. The whole comp, but obviously for Newcastle too, and the fans to be able to get a bit more exposure to it. But 
unreal. We 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 uh, brought a premiership home. I thought that boys might do it first, but I I just follow the Knights girls now. That's my team. So now that, so now that's two and a half. No, three is it? You know, one, two, yeah. So that is two and a half premierships now that Knights have won. They won the Super League. That counts as half. <laughs> oh no, that, no, they won ninety-seven the ARL. Yeah, because the Broncos won the Super League ninety-seven. Yeah, because that count that counts as half. So that's another comp, two and a half. Yeah. One and a half more than we got. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It kind of ties in a little bit with next thing I wanted to talk about because we spoke about this a little bit before, but it's about exposing kids uh, to the gym at an earlier age. And at the moment you've been doing a kids program for a little while, which which has been quite popular, but... Seeing how many, how it kind of ties in with, with footy, you see so many kids who are obviously into the footy. And I think now, even with the women playing and, and obviously seeing a li- little bit more about what the guys do with social media and everything, seeing what their, you know, their star, their superstars are doing, going to the gym, working out, being healthy, getting strong, getting fit. Like, I think that's a huge benefit for the younger generation to have that sort of exposure earlier on. Like when when we were growing up in the 1990s, I don't know how many of the footy players even saw the insides of a, insides of a gym. Um, yeah. I actually spoke about Mick, about this to Mick Fortier uh, on the podcast a little while ago because he was growing up playing a good level of footy. But... Hey guys, just very quickly, if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe to our channel. If you've been listening to our podcast, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it from me. Enjoy the rest of the show. How have you seen... Um, obviously, you've been doing the the kids program. How do you think that's that's gone so far in that regard? I just think it like the, the most of the kids that have that have come in and stuff. They've seen their parents live a pretty like healthy, active lifestyle, so that has to rub off on them in some way. So I just think like you know the the with most of our members, I think that like at huge importance there like on their, like on their end is, you know, doing this routine day in, day out for their kids. So like, you know, not only to get themselves in tip top shape and feeling better and all that sort of stuff, but to show their kids that like to place some importance on their health and fitness. And I think like kids are very impressionable at this point, like at, like at that early age where like, you know, they look up to their parents, they look up to sports stars and that sort of stuff. So I think it's important that their parents just like lead the way and the same with similar to the sports stars, like same with like the Knights fans, like the Knights players, sorry, and all the other like sports stars and that to lead by example because, you know, the kids are watching. And um, yeah, I just think it's super impressionable and then they'll pick up things that their parents and their sporting idols are doing. So, yeah. We hear that a lot from parents about like being a good role model. For their kids yeah and i mean i think kids have lots of different role models you know it can be parents it can be older brothers and sisters it can be sports stars it can be you know someone famous whatever but having 
a positive role model who is, you know, leading leading by example with mm. how they do take care of themselves. Obviously, you know, you do have a young kid who's wanting to, you know, play professional footy when he's older or play, you know, soccer when she's older or something like that. I mean, they want to look up to other soccer players and other football players and see what they're doing. And obviously, you know, we know that they all would be going to the gym and, you know, getting fit and strong and all that good stuff. But from the perspective of the parents, you know, obviously they are around their parents and parents around their kids, you know, every day. So to be able to see that that is part of their lifestyle, I think it is really like a huge benefit to get that into their mindset at a young age. And yeah. if you look at like the other end of it, like if you have a parent who's maybe not prioritizing their health and, you know, they're not being very active and on the weekends they're, you know, sort of just watching TV and eating shitty food and, you know, all that stuff that isn't really that healthy, there's a likelihood the kids are going to probably follow that path. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I don't think it's always the case, but, you know, we, we hear it so often where parents want to lead by example and I think them having a healthy lifestyle and having an active lifestyle in the gym and outside of the gym and, you know, thinking about what they're eating and feeding their kids some slightly better food. But it comes back down to being a product of your own environment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're just a product of your own environment. So it's, it's the same thing as like when, when you're like when you're an adult, they say like you hang around four smokers, you're going to be the fifth one and, and yeah. so on and so forth. Because like if you're around it a lot, so it's these kids that are around their parents who are training all, all the time and leading by example and coming home and making good food and stuff, they're more than likely going to go down that same path because they're, they're a product of that environment. Kids been having fun? Yeah, they've been having fun, mate. Yeah. I don't know a group a group of kids that actually want to ride the bike for fun. <laughs> Crazy, because it's because it's, it's kind of like a toy to them. Like they they see it like moving and they see like the air coming off it and they're like, oh, this is cool. And like they're screaming to go on the bike. They just they just love it. So I'm just like, all right, <laughs> exact, <laughs> no problem. But no, they're enjoying themselves. The exact opposite to what our members feel. Yeah, the exact opposite. So. Yeah, they're enjoying things like, so when, like, if I'm like, sorting out, like, a little workout from whatever, I generally use, like, any sort of equipment. So, like, whether it be a box or the rings or anything like that, because it's sort of, like, they're climbing on it and pulling on it and in comparison to, say, doing, like, bodyweight squats. You know what I mean? I, I'm putting, like, putting boxes out so they do stuff on it. Yeah. They see it almost like a bit of an obstacle course, probably get up and over and navigating that and swing, yeah. swinging off the rings. Yeah, just doing some um, uh, what are those what are those things called on the rings? Oh yeah, the muscle what, what is it? The muscle ups. Yeah, just just been showing me how to do some of those. They probably could do those. You know, they're super strong for their size, and their weight. Do you do you know like I don't know if you've seen this, but this is a little bit off topic. But have you seen have you seen Wiener Porter's son Hugh do the gymnast stuff? No, but I know he's gymnast, so it'd be pretty. Oh. Cool. Just an absolute weapon. Like, like his core strength just blew my mind. I was like, wow. Just how effortless. Like, he, he could just get upside down and hold himself up on the like, rings for a bit and then go back down. Like, 
stupidly good. Like, it was just blew my mind. Yeah, they have uh, – well, obviously, he's learnt and had a lot of training with gymnastics, but they have such great body awareness. And yeah. I think kids typically just have better body awareness too because, you know, hanging on monkey bars and playing and they're kind of just in that – in a position with their body, they know how they can handle it. Yeah. And a lot of hanging and climbing, and as we get older, we tend to do a bit, bit less of that. Well, it, uh, the rumor has it that Edwina taught him how to do it. So Edwina is teaching people each Saturday morning how to how to hang on the <laughs> how to hang on the rings, just straight up. So if anybody wants to learn, Edwina, no dramas. Edwina will sort you out. I think I saw her on the uh, Commonwealth Games. Few decades ago, even now, <laughs> coach, not nah, training, yeah. <laughs> playing a part, but no, it's 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 in all seriousness. But like kids can do some crazy things. Yeah, no, it sounds like they're having fun, mate, and I think that's the most important thing. I mean, it's it's a very important thing for adults too when they're training. We, you know, there are obviously some sessions that are less fun than others, but as a whole, it needs to be something that's enjoyable and, and for kids too, you know, sometimes their attention spans a bit shorter and they don't really understand that all the benefits of it like adults do. So it just needs to be fun and something that they're wanting to come back to. And it sounds like you're doing a good job of that, mate. So that's, it's good to hear. Yeah. Just keep it coming. Um, last one, which is a bit of a 180 somewhat still in the health and fitness realm. Um, I've actually been buying some different types of protein bars lately. So normally I'll get Quest bars if I, sometimes if the other ones are on special, I'll get them. But Quest bars always been like my go-to. But lately yeah. there's a new one from Muscle Nation. Oh, it's not that yeah. new, maybe new to Coles. And yeah. another one, uh, Musashi, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, both bloody delicious. Are they good? Have you tried them? Mate, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, protein bar cookie fiend. I, I love protein bars and cookies. I'm a sucker for them. What one's your favourite? My go-to is just the My Muscle Chef cookies that you get from 7-Eleven. Mm. They're good. Like the white chocolate macadamia one. And the just the just the the standard chalk, but I don't know what. There's another brand. There's another one that comes into my mind. You get it from like Coles or Woolies or something, and it's kind of I don't know if you, if you've hit the nail on the head here, but I don't know. It's like got a like, bit of a gooey center. Mm. Which, which I think that's mu- um, Muscle Nation. The Muscle Nation ones. They I'd probably say Muscle Nation's a pick. Yeah. I could be getting these confused here, but there's one, and I think it might be Muscle Nation. And yeah, it's got. Let's say you got like um, white raspberry or something. Mm. So it's got uh, like your vanilla on the outside, and then it's got like your gooey raspberry on the inside. Yeah. But a nice little addition, which I haven't seen in any other bars, is they kind of have uh, raspberry sprinkles across the top of the bar. So just give it to, gives it a little bit of raspberry crunch almost like a cereal no it's it, honestly it makes me not want to eat mars bars or snickers bars ever again what would you it's it, like, it's, yeah. like, like it's pretty damn good like to be honest with you i, I think i had a um like a, t- a toffee one one time oh stop Ooh. i was like twix bars see you later it's over 
They used, but, um, to taste, they used to taste like shit back in the day. I, I remember them. They tasted like cardboard. I, I still would eat them, but they've come a long way. And they're, yeah, some of them now, it's, it's literally just like having a chocolate bar it tastes like. So your thoughts on protein bars aren't the same as your thoughts on movies where you like every single one of them? <laughs> um, I'd still probably no. eat. I'd probably still eat yeah. them all, but I definitely have preferences. I don't like the Masashi wafer bars. Yeah, I've had those. They're dry. Yeah, there's another Masashi one that I do like, though. It's not the wafer one because there's a couple of different types. But I, I normally freak, like, I'll, when I'm doing my shopping, I'll check out the aisle. And if there's sometimes you get someone special, like half price or whatever, mm. I just stock up and then I'll eat them all very quickly because I don't have too much. Willpower with protein yeah. bars at times. We went to um Costco the other day. Oh yeah, and um went to Costco and bought bought a, a box of twenty four protein bars. D- dusted them in two days. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't really. But I like they're just good to have there. Like because yeah. in the mornings before if I if I'm on early, I'll just grab a grab a protein cookie and then I'm out. Bottle of water, I'm good. See you later. That's me for the morning. What, what ones did you get from Costco? I still haven't been. Qu- the, the the Quest cookies. Oh, yeah, good. They're nice. Pretty good. Yeah. F- 15, gra- 15 grams of protein to serve. Yeah. <laughs> Not too bad, but I'll tell you what we're forgetting about, mate. You got one last thing before we go. Halo Top. Ooh. Are you a fan? Yeah. Do you like it? It's not, I mean, it, it's not like... It's not nearly as good as regular ice cream, ah. but it's still, in my opinion, like is pretty good for the amount of calories and stuff that it is. I agree. Like, cause sometimes like, I haven't had Halo Top for two years, but I remember like buying Halo Top sometimes and I'd, I'd be like, I just want to make a pig of myself. And I just sit down and just nail the whole bucket in about five minutes. And I, I, that would, that would tide me over. But I'd feel good about it. I wouldn't feel bad about it. I was like, ah, feel good about it. It's all good. Well, that's the thing. You can have the whole tub and it's only like 300 calories. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Nothing. There's another one. Like, you can get um, YoPro now, like frozen yogurt. Mm. That one's pretty good. Like from that same company that does uh, the YoPro actual yogurt. Mm. That probably tastes yeah, good, I th- in my opinion. I just think sometimes like that's where – that's where Halo Top was good because by at the end of the night, sometimes after you've had a, like a dinner or whatever, and you think, I just want to push myself over the edge. Like <laughs> you sometimes you just want to go to bed really full and disgusting and just hating yourself. So I was like, no, nah, go on Halo Top. And yeah, it was perfect because you just, you just sit in your gut, you feel terrible after it, but like it was, I felt content whilst I was eating it. Well, I think it's got the way that they can even manage to have for like a whole tub and it's 300 calories is it has sort of a lot of that sucralose, like the fake sugary stuff mm-hmm. as opposed to just regular sugar, which doesn't yeah. sit great in um, a lot of people's stomachs. So if you have a whole tub of it pretty quickly, <laughs> like Steve, like me, might be feeling a bit gaseous in the next few hours. Yeah. Not a, not a fun, not a fun time in the coolie household when halo tops are in the freezer. <laughs> No, it is pretty good though. I don't get it very often, but from time to time I'll get tub or two and yeah. it there. It's uh it's good for what it is. 
I, I think they are. I think they're good for just like, you know, for on the go sort of stuff. Like I've talked back to the protein bars and cookies. I think it's pretty handy just to have every now and then just to have it in your cupboard just to just go yeah. on the go. Boom. Same as protein shakes. Exact same. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, and you don't, don't want to overdo them, but you can have one a day and have them at different points of the day depending on what your lifestyle is like. But it's it's just always a better option than some of the other stuff that you reach for when you're hungry and you don't have anything to eat, chocolate bar or pack of chips or... So we're locking it in. Muscle, muscle Nation's the goer. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is too. They've got some muscle flavors too. Some, yeah, all of the ones I've had so far have been top notch. PS, uh, Muscle Nation's protein bars, the, the percentage getting sold Australia-wide are going to be through the roof because Newcastle's number one podcast have given them a plug again. A free plug. <laughs> You're welcome, Muscle Nation. We need, we need to start We need to start charging for our shout-outs. How much would I would be happy if they gave me a case of case of bars every time we did a podcast and mentioned them? I'm just shout it out now. Just one case, case of what twelve bars or whatever it is. Yeah, give me one of those. I'll take that. Do you um do you listen to many podcasts outside of ours? I just listen to ours on repeat, just a cycle <laughs> yeah, so. from episode one onwards. Just keep it going. But you see, no, I do. Yeah, I do listen to po- some podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, so other podcasts at the beginning of the show, they'll say, you know, um, our sponsors for today, uh, XYZ, and they've got this, this, and that. We should just start doing that even without a sponsorship and just send it to yeah, just send, send them the link on Instagram and see if they listen to it and see what they do for us. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, at one of the locations, whether it be Carter or Adams Town, just randomly just rocking up with boxes of muscle. Now, you would, wouldn't be surprised. What's what's twelve boxes? What's what's a pack of twelve to them? Nothing. We'll do it next episode. I'm going to shout out Lexus cars. <laughs> Tesla. Thank you. Apple. <laughs> or Rolex. Shout out. Yeah, no problems there. What is it? Yeah. Aussie Homelands, whatever it is, just for new houses. Appreciate it. McDonald Jones. C do. Jet skis. Yeah. It works. I'm, I'm going I'm going to the top. Microsoft. All of it. <laughs> give me give me something, Bill Gates, please. Yeah. It's a great idea, mate. <laughs> we'll be uh we'll be we'll be getting all these packages delivered to the gyms, new cars, watches. But the thing I'll be most happy with is I mean twelve pack of muscle nation bars. <laughs> Let's go, muscle nation. Okay. Oh good. All right. We're going to be right. we're going a bit loopy. It might be time to go. All right, mate. (laughs) Thanks for that. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, gang. Talk to you in the next one. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.